Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello, and welcome to episode number 68 of the Property Magic Podcast in which I'm going to share with you a very simple secret that if you implement it properly, will double the number of property deals you complete. Now, even better, it won't cost you any money and it just requires a small amount of time each week. Because this is so simple, it would be easy to dismiss this idea. But that would be a real shame because when you apply it, it just absolutely works. Now, before I explain what it is and exactly how you can use it, I want to give you a couple of examples of how powerful it can be for you. So one of my mastermind students, Neil, he saved an extra £7,000 off a purchase price on one of his properties by using this secret. Nadia picked up two rent-to-rent properties from a landlord using this secret and now makes over £2,000 extra per month. And Rick, he secured a £1.1 million block of flats using this secret using none of his own money by working with a joint venture partner. And personally, I've used this secret to secure a 27% discounted property in South London. And many people think you can't get discounted properties in London. Well, using this secret, you can get them absolutely anywhere. Now, let me give you a little bit of background information before I go into detail about this secret and how you can use it. So first of all, I'm assuming that you're actively looking for property deals. You're speaking to estate agents, you're contacting landlords, and you're speaking to property owners, and obviously viewing potential properties as well. Now, most investors find a property that they want to buy, and they make an offer, and they hope that the offer gets accepted. But really, do you really want your offer to be accepted? You see, my thoughts are, if you make an offer and someone says yes, I think you've probably paid too much for that property. So in fact, when you make an offer to a property, you want the seller to say no. Now, this is a little bit of uh, a strange way of looking at it, but it makes perfect sense when you think about it. If they say yes, you've paid too much, you want them to say no, you want to have to negotiate, and hopefully you can find a price that works for you and works for them. Now, here's the point. When they come back and say no, you then go back to them and say, okay, well, that didn't work for you. What would work for you? And you'll find that very often just coming up a couple of thousand pounds will give them what they want. And it gives them a psychological win because they feel that they didn't pay the low price you offered. They got you to pay more money. Now, sometimes people will still not be happy and they won't agree to a deal. Um, And then it's time to apply this secret. And the secret is you need to follow up. Now, I know that sounds very simple, but it absolutely works. The money is in the follow up. So why does this work? Well, look, to get the very best deals, I highly recommend you focus on finding and helping motivated sellers. These are people who've got problems and they feel that selling their property is going to help them solve that problem. Now, if you can add value to them and give people what they want, they're far more happy to give you what you want. A motivated sellers might be flexible on the price of the property and or the terms of the sale. However, When you speak to people, most people are not really motivated. Maybe they're not motivated enough, and that's why they don't want to take your offer. 
But with time, most people become more motivated. Now, the big mistake that most investors make is they assume if the owner says no, if they reject the offer, they're not interested. And so the investor moves on to the next deal. And they completely forget about the one they've just made an offer on. And they don't bother to follow up. Now, what you need to understand is no does not mean no, never. It just means no, not now. And you need to have some persistence and you need to do this in the right way. You don't want to be hassling the property owner, but by following up in the correct way, you will do more deals. Most investors assume that if the seller changes their mind, they'll just reach out to you and contact me and we'll do a deal. Now, sometimes that might happen, but very often the sellers don't come back to you for a couple of reasons. One is maybe they spoke to a number of people and they don't actually remember who you are. Maybe they've lost your contact details, or maybe they feel embarrassed because they said they didn't want to accept your offer. And rather than coming back to you to sell the property to you, they'd rather go to someone who they're not spoken to, they can start some fresh negotiations and not feel embarrassed. Or if you're dealing through an estate agent and you make an offer and it's sold to someone else, let's say that sale falls through, you might think that the agent would automatically come back to you. And some agents do. But in my experience, most agents are not very good and so they won't come back to you. So here's the point. You need to be proactive. Whether it's an agent you're dealing with or a seller you're dealing with, you need to be the person who is regularly contacting them to see if they've changed their mind, see if they're interested in doing a deal with you. So how do you actually do it? Well, it's very, very simple. All you have to do is have a system for keeping track of all the people you've spoken to, and that's every landlord you've spoken to, every property you've viewed, every estate agent you've spoken to. And on a regular basis, you go back to them. So you could send them a text message, which is what I prefer, because it's very unobtrusive. You could send them an email, or you could even call them. It doesn't take much time, and you need to do it in a systemized and organized way. So I started with what I call a piling system, and it's literally I'd speak to someone, I'd take some notes, and have all those pieces in of paper in a pile, and I'd just call them every so often. It wasn't very organized. Then I went to a spreadsheet. I love spreadsheets, and that was great, but I found that it was a bit hard to track on when I should actually call them back. Then I thought about using a customer relationship management system, CRM system. There were lots of great online software. There were some free programs you can use, and they would prompt you when you need to call people. The problem is you kind of need to log into your computer and open up the program. So I went back to the easiest way of doing this, and it's slightly old-fashioned, but it absolutely works. So what you do is you go and buy what's called a concertina file. This is a cardboard or plastic file that you can literally put on your desk, and it's got 31 slots in there. And what you do is you speak to someone on set, let's say the fifth of the month, and you take some notes, you make an offer, and if they reject your offer, if they're not interested, you put that details into slot number five, representing the fifth day of the month. And then next month, on the fifth, you open it up, and in there will be the people you spoke to last month and all the other previous months on the 5th, and you just contact those people. So this is something you do every single day. You look in your Constantina file, say, right, what are all the leads I've got from previous conversations this day on previous months, and you follow up. Now, this is really important because one in three sales in the UK fall through. 
And if someone sells a property, they're really happy, and then the sale falls through, they're back to square one, and if you just happen to contact them at the right time, it could be perfect timing, because hopefully they want someone who's a reliable buyer who's gonna buy the property and not let them down. And if you come across that way, then hopefully that's what you can do. So I suggest sending a, a very simple message such as, hey, and I'll use their first name in the text. Hey, Bob, it's Simon here. We spoke about your property four weeks ago on, and I'd give them the address because they might have several properties. And then I'd say something like, I was unable to help you with your property problem at the time. Remind them they had a problem. And I do hope you found a solution to the problem now. If I can help you in any way, please feel free to contact me. Now we're doing this because we want to extend the olive branch. We want to invite them to come back to us, to contact us. Because as I said before, they might be embarrassed, they said no, they might have lost their details. So we need to make it really easy for them to come back to us and open up the conversation again. Now very often people say, how long should I do this for? Um, I believe you should keep doing it until you know the property's definitely been sold and that sale has gone through, or of course, until they get a injunction against you stopping you contacting them. I'm only joking, obviously, that would be a bit too far. But seriously, some of my students have followed up for as long as two years, and they've ended up getting great deals out of that because the seller's not been that motivated at first, but they become more and more motivated over time. And after two years of not selling a property or even the sale falling through a couple of times, they finally really want a solution. And so for that reason, this is why follow-up works really, really well. As I said, it's such a simple idea, something you can do very easily. And it's something that most people think, oh yeah, that's easy, I'll do that. But they don't actually get around to doing it. Given that most people you speak to now won't be motivated enough to do a really good deal, a low price or an option or an EDC, whatever it might be, this is a great way of making sure you don't forget about these leads and when these people are ready, you can do a great deal with them. It's so simple to do, but it's very easy not to do. Some of my most successful mastermind students have shared with me some of their very best deals have come through this follow-up. They've also been honest to say, look, they maybe haven't followed up every single month, but because they have been following up, then that's why they've got great deals. It's a similar concept to when you do landlord letters. You know, a lot of people make the mistake of sending a landlord letter just once. Well, the landlord may not even receive that letter. It might not be the right timing. By treating it as a campaign where you're contacting them every so often, then you're more likely to be able to do a deal with them. So it's really important to understand, keep it really simple, but make sure you follow up. If you do, I promise you, you will do more deals. So I do hope you've gained value from this very simple strategy I'm sharing today. If you have, I've got two recommendations and I've got one request. Why not subscribe to this podcast to make sure you get the latest episode every single Tuesday morning to make sure you can learn all about how to be a more successful investor. The other thing I'd recommend is go back and listen to the other episodes. There's so much great free content for you that if you went through all the episodes, I promise you, you would know far more than the average investor in the UK. And my final request is if you've enjoyed this, please leave me a five-star review saying what you like about this podcast so that other people can find this and see how they could benefit by also listening. So thank you very much for that. And until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. 
Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.